Texas. I don't think we've covered the murder of Tristan Bailey yet, have we? I don't think we have. No. So, yeah. So, uh, if folks don't know, Tristan Bailey is a 13-year-old girl who was murdered by a 14-year-old boy. Okay. What did he feel entitled to? (laughs) I like how you're asking that as if we don't already all know the answer. Jesus. Uh, St. John's County detectives are investigating the death of 13-year-old Tristan Bailey, and they found not only bloody clothing and sneakers in the bedroom of her accused killer, Aiden Fucci, but also a notebook containing drawings of, quote, a violent nature. Among the uh, drawings referenced in the reports was an illustration depicting a satanic element, including a pentagram. Another drawing showed a nude female with red X's over her breasts and genitals and what appeared to be blood coming from several wounds. When 14-year-old Fuji was put into a sheriff's office interrogation room and told by his parents that Bailey was dead and he was the last person who had seen her alive, he replied... Would you like to guess how he replied? No. Ugh, how did he reply? How is that my problem? I just... How is that his problem? Gotta kill that one. 14, so young, but... mm-mm. Uh, Later in the interview, the report said Fucci admitted he had kissed Bailey and she reacted by grabbing him. So he pushed her down and she hit her head. He said he then walked away. Okay. Kids are really bad liars. Uh, Toxicology found no indication of sexual assault, although there were handprints on Bailey's thighs that were not hers. The autopsy confirmed uh, what state attorney RJ Larizza said last month. Holy fuck. Bailey was stabbed 114 times, and at least 35 wounds were over the head and neck area, and many of the wounds were defensive in nature. Damn. According to Larissa, Fucci's knife was found in a pond close, uh, in close proximity to Bailey's body. Uh, the tip of the knife was broken off and found by the medical examiner inside Bailey's body, according to an autopsy report released Wednesday. He stabbed her so hard he broke the fucking knife. Jesus. Hitting bone, I guess. Yeah. Uh, The bottom line is that premeditation could be inferred, certainly just from the sheer number of stab wounds that Tristan Bailey had to suffer, said Larissa. To say it was horrific could arguably be an understatement. Uh, uh, That's one of the reasons Larissa cited as why Fucci will be tried as an adult for first-degree murder. 14. Uh, Larissa said, quote, I hope the parents will learn something from this, this vicious and brutal murder, and that... This is uh, and and what that is is that you need to know what your kids are doing and what they are saying because while we might not be able to stop these brutal and vicious murders from happening, we ought to at least try. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Dylan Roof actually with the hair a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Fucci's girlfriend told one investigator, so he has a girlfriend, that he hears voices in his head when he's angry, and said the voices would tell him that he is worthless and a disappointment, and told him to kill people. Now, what we don't know is if he actually did or was he just saying that shit because right. he's an asshole white boy exactly. saying something to get a reaction. Right. Or to be like, it's not my fault. And and I know somebody, there's someone tuned in that's like, you see, and that's why they won't come forward and say anything because that response right there. Nigga, this is the reputation white men and boys have collectively earned. Mm-hmm. Earn a different reputation. Um, the girlfriend also said that on occasion, Fuchi would surprise her from behind and put a knife to her throat and pretend to slit it. And he had nicknames for his two knives, Picker and Poker. 
She told detectives less than a month before Bailey was killed, Fucci told her he was going to kill someone. He was going to find a person walking at night, drag them into the woods and stab them. She said uh, Fucci knew something was wrong uh, and she wanted him to reach out for help. So like, I can't go too hot on her because presumably she's also 13, 14, 15. That seems to be the age range of everyone involved here. Yeah. But also like... Y'all need to stop giving this fucking plausible deniability to these boys. He came up behind you with a knife and pretended to slit your throat as a joke. He has nicknames for his knives. He told you he was going to murder somebody. And y'all didn't tell anyone. Y'all just said, please go to therapy. And remember the George Carlin bit where it said, um, one of the stupidest things people say is it's the quiet ones you got to worry about. And it's They're like, what about the fucking loud one? That's sitting there, that's on the standing on the bar talking about I'll kill everyone in here. I'm gonna watch that guy. All right, so yeah, he said he was gonna find someone and I drag him into the woods and stab them. Okay, well. Uh, when Fucci was in the back of the St. John's uh, deputy cruiser before he was arrested, he called his girlfriend to say he was going to plead the fifth. Oh, and he took a. Oh, this kid is a fucking dick. Um, he, uh, took a selfie in the back of a police car and tagged it. Has anyone seen Tristan lately? That's the name of the girl he killed. So he literally was taking selfies from the cop car saying, does anyone know where Tristan is? Fucking dick. Yeah. And some, some, who, who raised him? Who was he around? Look in his phone. What's Mm -hmm. his YouTube history? Mm -hmm. What's his 4chan login name? Hell, who does he have for? Does 4chan have private messages? Who's he share private uh, messages with? What's the fucking one that they're all on now? Gab. Uh, Gab and um. The 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 Kiwi. Uh, the oh Kiwi Farms. No, the um Discord. They're discording now. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of the shit goes on on Discord. So I need to delete our Discord. Oh, we don't have to. Ours is fine. Okay, because yeah. I think we made it so we could interact with Leslie and them folks. We did, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing, because like we made our own little like room, and you can, you know, anyone can make their own room, and there are some rooms that are, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know uh, this. I know Facebook. Yeah. I'm damn good at that. I'm such a Facebooker. Yeah. Well, basically, the equivalent would be like in Discord, like what servers and shit are you on, or what what <clears throat> private groups are you on on Facebook? <laughs> it's like the same question. They're bold enough to use the language server. Oh, yeah. They call it a server. A lot of them do, yeah. That's bold. It's not a server. Stop playing around. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Dr. Stephen Bloomfield is a forensic psychologist who specializes in violent outbursts. Bloomfield said, quote, something happened. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Something happened. Thank you, Dr. Bloomfield. Check him out. I could tell you something happened. Can I have a fucking PhD, please? Shit. Hey, please clear. Hey, something happened. Right. A girl got stabbed 115 times in your commentary is something happened? Nigga, every fucking thing is something happened. Nigga, if a car is driving down the street, a mechanic must have fixed a tire on it. Something happened. So according to Dr. Bloomfield, something happened. Uh, There was a click of rage or something where he couldn't control his impulse. Couldn't Uh, control it. What about the day before? What about every other fucking time in his life that he was pissed the fuck off? Okay, but my thing, though, is like, and I know I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist, but these um, mental illness in court cases like this is always very bizarre to me because I honestly don't know how you can go from stabbing someone, I think they said 115 times, 118 times? What did they say? 114 times. 
So he stabbed 35 her a, above the neck. 35 above the neck. Stabbed her 114 times. Calls his knives picker and poker. Has threatened to murder people. All this shit. But then when he gets arrested, he's taking selfies from the back of the cop car, mocking it, saying who knows where Tristan is and telling his girlfriend he's going to plead the fifth to get out of it. That mm. sounds like premeditation. Now, it's not going to work obviously, but he's not that smart and he doesn't know that yet. But the point being, it's very hard to convince me that he has a mental illness where he just like snapped and lost all control when he then immediately starts taking selfies, making fun of the dead victim and talking about how he's going to get out of it by pleading the fifth. Like that, that, that doesn't seem like that flows to me. You know what I mean? Does that, you know, I don't know. Yes. Like, cause you went from, uh, batshit crazy to cold calculated I'm getting out of this very quickly there was not a lot of downtime here (laughs) yeah like and the whole thing really is like yeah there is a degree of cold calculation but not like um not like a nefarious genius right this is really just an asshole white guy who was an asshole white guy in the wrong way Yeah, right if he would have did this as a cop and tased her in the face like two of 2013 story I covered and she died that way, then that would have just been a hero in the line of duty. Right. Much like how you said he reminds you of Dylan Roof with the hair mm-hmm. because he's a fucking doofus as a white supremacist, as a male supremacist, mm-hmm. right? He's just a doofus at it and did it in a way that he sacrificed himself to the prison system in a way in which he can't really contribute to the systems that uphold his... what could have been his position of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sacrificed his position of power for a moment of um, of lustful rage, if yeah. you will. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, and then Ken Jefferson, um, a safety expert for News 4 Jax, said, quote, if someone had spoken up, this possibly could have been avoided. Maybe they could have gotten to him in time to get inside of his head to see what's making him tick. What the fuck is... The same thing that's inside Paul Ryan's head when him and Todd Aiken were in a picture together looking like goofballs because they were trying to literally pass a legitimate rape bill. That's what's in his fucking head. Mm -hmm. Legitimate rape bills. God damn. We have representation for what the fuck this young man is at the very top of everything in Trump and Biden. Let's not forget Mm -hmm. the name Tara Reid people. Right. Shit, Epstein still. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So according to the affidavit from St. John's County Sheriff's Office, Fucci was interviewed on the morning of May 9th. At 1.45 a.m., the warrant states two people, believed to be Bailey and Fucci, were seen walking east along Saddlestone Drive. Uh, it states that surve- surveillance video at 3.27 recorded a person believed to be Fucci walking alone, uh, carrying a pair of white Nike shoes. By, uh, Bailey's body was found... Oh, what a fucking dick. Uh, Bailey's body was found later that day on Mother's Day. Seriously? All right. That's not the day you want to find your child. Uh, I thought I had more down here. My bad. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so Mother's Day. All right. Uh, near a retention pond in a cul-de-sac in the Durban Crossing subdivision less than half a mile from Fuchi's home. The discovery was made by a neighbor around 6 p.m., roughly eight hours after Bailey's family reported her missing. Uh, News 4 Jack spoke with a local attorney who said the new information released sets up a long, grueling court case. He said there are some details that may come into play. First and foremost, uh, as we're dealing with a juvenile here, (laughs) yes, 
but he's being treated as an adult, so I don't know. And also, I should point out that the girl he killed is, like, conventionally attractive, she's thin, she seems to be able-bodied, she's blonde. Like, you can't stab little white girls in the face 35 times. You know, and you which I, I'll note that, um, like, when you said uh, skinny, able-bodied, blonde, that was the image from the, the white woman in a different clip we did where she uh, had the girl in the bulletproof thing for school. Mm-hmm. Blonde, little, able-bodied yep. white girl. Yep. Looking like one of the kids from uh, Village of the Damned. Oh, um, Jesus. In that dress. Yeah. <laughs> that dress. Um, okay, so uh, Holes Bar, this is the attorney they went to just to get his insights, who is not affiliated with the case, said that a case involving a child murder suspect who on paper seems to lack self-awareness is probably not mature enough to understand the consequences of the charges he faces. Shit. Nigga, you think he doesn't know prison exists? Right, and also, like, you think he doesn't know he can't kill people? Because, like, that is always the shit I notice with these. And, of course, this is children, so it's slightly different. But these cases where it's, like, a misogyny, clearly, like, a misogyny-fueled case or, like, uh, a homophobic-ruled situation or, like, you know what I mean? Or a racism-fueled situation. They never attack people um, who would be seen as, like, I guess, a challenge. Like, you stabbed a little white girl in the face. You didn't fucking go, like, try to, you know, beef with, like, a grown-ass woman who does kickboxing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they never fucking do. And in dealing with a child, like, as if they can't differentiate between a 5-year-old and a 14-year-old, that nigga knows that he can go to prison for that shit. Mm -hmm. He knows that... He knows it's fucked up all around. Yeah. That's why he didn't just go walk up to a random white girl in the middle of a McDonald's and stab her to death. As it tends to go, it's someone you know. Yep. Um, Holzaber, this is the attorney, said it, uh, his age opens the door for many defenses uh, on the young man's behalf and said that a lot will happen before the case goes to trial. There will be a lot of evaluations and psychological screenings. Full analysis of his background and environment will come into play. But then I have to ask, like, what kind of environment is he living in that apparently he's just pulling knives on people as a joke? Because ain't nobody fucking pulling a knife on me like it's a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, and the cold shit is, like, and I don't want to get into a knife fight. I hate injuries, but I am a blue-collar worker. I quite literally already always have a severely sharp blade on me. So keep in mind, like, if you pull your dull kitchen knife out on me, we're both going to be hurt. But you're going to have very deep infected cuts. Yeah. Because also, the only shit that my knife touches is shit that is in a factory. Ooh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just, like, glancing to see if there's any more details. They did find uh, the murder weapon. It was a hunting knife, apparently. Okay. Oh, you can do some some hurting. Yeah, but, like, I don't think it's legal for kids to have those. I don't... I mean, I'm... This is fucking Florida, so who the fuck knows what the laws are down there? But, like, hmm. up here, you can't have a knife that big. You can't just walk around with that shit. Oh, is there, like, inches to, like, the yeah. amount of knife or weight? I don't uh, know. In Illinois, it's based on inches, and you cannot just be walking around with shit like that. Because that is, you start fucking around with, like, does it become, like, a sword at some yeah, point? Yeah, well, because at that point, it's so big, like, it's clearly being used for a weapon. It's not like a pocket knife where you're like, oh, let me pull it out and, like, cut this, like, loose string on my shirt or some shit. You're walking around with that because you're trying to fuck somebody up. Yeah, like, mine is super sharp because it is a box cutter because... But it's short <laughs> because it's for work because it's yep, meant I for... literally cut boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So boxes mm-hmm. in uh in in uh zip ties. <laughs> That's so. what I'm doing. 
Yeah. Jeez. So that's what's going on with that case. I don't. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it reminds me of the fucking the little oh, white boy. Oh, he cut his hair, by the way. Oh, to look better in court. Yeah. God damn, is that a common one? Yeah. Jesus, can we get a super cut of leftif podcast? Leftif podcasters. Leftif. Why leftif? A super cut of leftist podcasters covering when a white boy cut his hair before court. I think the worst yeah. one though was the Nazi, right? Do you remember Where that they one? let him get the they, tattoos yeah. removed or he covered? Didn't, yeah, he didn't get him removed, but he got that um, that like professional grade like cover up makeup to cover his face ta- his face Nazi tattoos because the judge felt it would be prejudicial. But could you imagine being on the jury just thinking it's a white dude and then like you see him after the trial and he's just got like a big ass fucking swastika tattooed on his face? Yeah, because that's also lying to the jury. Right, You're making like- the jury less informed. <laughs> right. Which again, you none of you actually believe in any of these bullshit values the free speech you don't believe in you don't even believe in the third amendment you lying fuck you would so soon force me to quarter soldiers in my home i fucking know it none of you believe in any of this shit you espouse the entirety of whiteness is that thou protestive too much the lot of you Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i know it sounds like a stretch and i'm just being like a boomer and whining about it, but as far as uh, quartering soldiers, I think that it should also be illegal for them to call and ask you for money for donations. Do not ever fucking call me and ask me to donate to a policeman's ball. I never, ever, ever will. And best believe, like, the times that you called me, I'm just gonna hold you on the line asking you stupid questions. (laughs) It's like, so, do you think that I am a nigger? I have done that (laughs) on the phone with him for minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny and also they will not let you say that on tiktok like i was trying to mock a white man on tiktok and it fucking muted the entire video because i said the word nigger oh jesus yeah that's ridiculous i also wonder if it's because it's hard r like if i would have said knuckle like would it have picked it up Mm. Yeah. Right. That's worth noting. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say about this case where um, this young individual stabbed uh, Tristan Bailey. Uh, his lawyers are like filing all their like little motions and shit now. Uh, one of the motions that they filed is one that will prevent the jury from seeing the autopsy photos or the crime scene photos because they don't want to see how bad he fucked that girl up. This, again, pathological to whiteness. You can't see the Nazi tattoos on the face. You mm-hmm. can't see the fucking, what you just mentioned there. Mm-hmm. You can't see this lesson in school because it's critical race theory. Mm-hmm. Before they had the language critical race theory, it was just anti-American. Yep. Or it was just, um, well, Southern lost cause. We got to teach him about happy slaves. I remember like when I was in grade five, the entirety of, of slavery in the history book mm-hmm. was the corner of a page. It wasn't even a part of the chapter or the page. It was like, you know how they'll have like a blurb? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the language. That was it. That was slavery. Really? And the Civil War was also a blurb. Damn. In grade five history. And for me, folks, like, you know what shit is like now? This was 1994. <laughs> right? Okay. Um, it's interesting that you say that because we did actually have a decent um, slavery and civil war unit, but I think that's also because of the geography. Because where we were, we were in the north, 
a lot of it got to be written as, and then we sent troops to help the to help the Union. Because it's so Illinois. So we get to talk about it, right? And then and then we had all these spots on the Underground Railroad to help slaves run away because slavery was terrible. Aren't we amazing? <laughs> there was like a lot of that, but because it was also like the padding on the back, it did actually open the door to more actual history. And um and I think that like my the difference between my experience and yours because like a Phoenix Leader is only two years older than me, right? So we're in the same realm, mm-hmm. and because uh, age gap is creepy, don't do it. Uh, the um, <clears throat> I think that I lived in an example of the farther north you go, the further south you get, <laughs> right? And also like what north I was in, Washington State, right above Oregon. Oregon was the don't let niggers move here state, right? As which is the way it started. And then I think there's a degree of this, and I really don't care which um, descendants of white immigrants get offended by this, but I think that there being a high um, uh, population of Scotch-Irish, Scottish-Irish folks out there, mm-hmm. I think that led to those racist attitudes of how you want to teach race in America as well, because yeah. Scots are assholes. Well, and I think that a lot of that, too, is um, personally, I find that, like, the white ethnic groups that tend to have the most anti-blackness among them are oftentimes the one that weren't allowed to be white until they engaged in anti-blackness. Hmm. So they're white now, but they still never let, let never let that anti-blackness go, right? So you see, like, a lot of Italians, right? Scotch-Irish, yeah. Like, there's a lot of weird <laughs> racism in some of those groups. But I really do wonder if that is because of, you know, from the historical standpoint that they weren't allowed to be white until they became anti-black. So they were like, oh, that's all it takes? Well, fuck these niggers, right? Yep. And then it was like, oh, fuck, you know. <laughs> and then they have that, because, like, they got to come here and become slave owners. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally got to come here in two ways on slavery, to become slave owners, and in particular, when Cotton Money um, built institutions like Harvard University, they actually advertised for Scottish immigrants mm-hmm. in their late teens and early 20s to come to our new university. Yeah. So they literally came here on the backs of slavery. Why wouldn't they support it moving all the way up into the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're on here making clips. <laughs> <laughs> we are making clips. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.